turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K Show. It's not just any Tuesday, though. It's not just Taco Tuesday. Y'all know what Tuesday this is? I got a little ditty for you in case you didn't know. Down in New Orleans where the blues was born, it takes a cool cat to blow a horn. On LaSalle and Rampart Streets, the combo plays with the mambo beat. The Mardi Gras Mambo, 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 Mardi Gras Mambo, 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 Mardi Gras Mambo, down in New Orleans, but I'm bum bum. It's Mardi Gras. <laughs> Happy Fat Tuesday out there for y'all. Thank you for putting up with my little ditty. That is my one of my favorite songs of all time. Last time I was actually at Pres- Preservation Hall. Uh, the home of jazz. Uh, they asked for a new request and I asked them to play Mardi Gras Mambo and they actually played it for me. <laughs> the home of the legends uh, played Mardi Gras Mambo for me. Hey, if you're listening to me uh, down by parts of Louisiana, y'all stay safe out there. Love you all. I've had a wonderful Mardi Gras season so far this year. I ate my weight in king cake. All righty. Um, if you miss any part of tonight's show because you're out celebrating Fat Tuesday in preparation for Ash Wednesday tomorrow, don't forget to download the podcast wherever you get your pods. Email me at andreakshow.com, andreakshow.com. And I can tell you, y'all can email me about anything, but I don't want to see one more person talking about how king cake is nasty. I saw somebody post that on, on Facebook earlier And I can't even listen to that, not on today of all days. All right, before I go any further, we got a lot to get into tonight. Because like thieves in the night, the Republicans and the Democrats committed some burglary on the American people. And we're going to talk about that, among other things, on tonight's Andrea Kay show. So before I go any further, though, I got to bring in this man. He, he might not recognize that song, that little ditty I sang, although most people wouldn't recognize it because I kind of butchered it. And I don't know that he knows from King Cake, but I do know that he knows good music. And I do know that he serves up a yummy little dish called DJ Sesame Broccolini. I love me some Sesame bro- 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 Broccolini. This guy, fiery like a dragon. Like a dungeon dragon. High heat. Sesame. Broccolini. <laughs> You know, I, I don't think you give yourself enough credit. That, that was pretty good, actually. That, that, well, was, a, that was a nice you. little tune. Um, <laughs> you know, by the way, I would like, because I'm not familiar with that song originally, but I, I would like to become familiar with King Cake. I don't yes. know how that happens. Did you Do people ship it out here? 
Yes, um, my friend, my bestie shipped me at not just a king cake, but the Rolls Royce of king cakes, Dong Fong. And no, I didn't take in any of it to share with anybody. <laughs> what, 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 because what's the deal with this Dong just... Fong that's so special? <laughs> I can't even put it into words. Okay, uh, a traditional king cake like a Randazzo's and McKenzie's is basically almost just like a big old pastry covered with some, you know, glaze and some turbinado sugar. But this Dong Fong is just like think of the most amazing French. Because, uh, you know, Vietnamese pastries are influenced by French uh, pastry. They're very similar. So imagine the most luscious French pastry uh, and filled with, like mine was a cinnamon pecan topped with a gooey, luscious cream cheese frosting. I mean, it was, it's just, I can't even, I, I just can't even, it, it, it's just that delicious. So, Yeah. Um, it and and because we only get it once a year, that makes it even more special. And it's a part of the Catholic holiday, by the way. It begins at King's Day. The king cake is in the shape of a crown. It represents our King Jesus, and there's a baby Jesus baked inside of it. And we start the eating our king cakes on King's Day, twelfth night, and it culminates today, Fat Tuesday. Tomorrow begins Lent. And people give up something uh, during Lent. Usually my peeps down there give up chocolate, which I was always glad that I wasn't raised Catholic because I never had to give up chocolate. (laughs) 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 Are you going to get ashed up tomorrow on Ash Wednesday? I'm going to try. I'm going to try. I know you got a tough schedule. I I do. I do. But I I will be trying to also be... Not rel- not super strict about Lent, but I want to be a little bit better about maybe fasting, giving something up for real. I don't even eat a lot of chocolate, but there's something I'm sure. So I I, I think it's important to honor the sacrifice and and it, it is for for you know the God incarnate, you know, um, mm-hmm. our Lord and do you Savior. Eat fish so. on Fridays, you eat fish on Friday. Uh, I used to do that more. I actually used to be pretty involved in like fish fries and stuff, and that was really fun mm-hmm. at church. But it's it's been a little while, so. I'm going to well, try to be better about it this year. Our, it's easy for us to do that down in Louisiana with the seafood we got, you know. I oh, mean, I it's bet. Like, you know, oh, oh I, I got to give up meat on Friday. Okay, you know, I'll go eat some tropicon, you know, whatever. So, you know. Um, all right, let's get into it, shall we? All right. Um, it's just so maddening absolutely maddening i actually posted on x today happy mardi gras to everybody but senator john kennedy out of louisiana today because people were just shocked to wake up today and realize the 22 republican senators including some familiar names you were expecting to see the susan collins the murkowskis voting for a 95 billion dollar gift to Ukraine and beyond. You expect that from the Susan Collinses of the world, but did you expect it from Senator John Kennedy? And to make matters even worse, this bill had some elements in it. Yeah, they shoved it through overnight, had tip to Senators Rand Paul and others. Rand Paul led a filibuster that went on with Mike Lee and others that went on until 5 a.m. before the final vote in which 22 Republicans got this nag this horse drag this nag dragged across the finish line that included 95 billion dollars not a dime for this nation 
not a not only not a dime to secure the border, but triggers in it, triggers in it like if Trump takes it, it, that it, it, the funding can't be stopped. The, and that if Trump tries to stop it when he takes uh, if he wins the presidency in November, he would be impeached. And then on top of it, we're finding out on top of that. I find out now that it includes something uh, for migration. It includes 10 billion dollars in migration funding. They're calling it the national security bill. It includes 61 billion for Ukraine. It includes um, I think three billion dollars or something like that to Gaza humanitarian aid in Gaza, which basically is a backdoor funnel to Hamas. Now we see it includes 10 billion dollars for something called migration which is being portrayed as aid for humanitarian aids in Ukraine and Israel, but the text in it allows it to be spent on, quote, other vulnerable populations, which leaves room for Joe Biden to use that money for other vulnerable uh, uh, um, populations, i.e. those to come across our southern border. So they're funding, not only are they not stopping the border invasion, they're actually funding it to the tune of $10 billion. And if Trump takes office, he won't be able to stop it or it will trigger impeachment because he will be breaking the law at that point. This is such a betrayal, I cannot even tell you. Rand Paul said that this was criminal negligence, and it is. Not just in the form of ob- the obvious, aiding and abetting people to come into this country illegally, according, and, and according to reports, 260 Chinese nationals in San Diego just yesterday. So it's criminal negligence in that respect. And also the next time you read or a- a- every report of a rape, every report of a murder, every report of a fentanyl o- overdose, overdose death child trafficking, every crime that gets committed. It's not just on Joe Biden. It's not just on Mayorkas. Oh, the House is going to be impeaching Mayorkas today. While we've, why? When we've got Republicans funding it? Does that make sense? This is insanity. I've got a couple of clips I want to play for you guys. Here is um, Mitt Romney and what Romney had to say Uh, prior to the vote. Sesame, if you can play this clip. The vote we will soon take to provide military weapons for Ukraine is the most important vote we will ever take as United States senators. Wow. Now, why would that be? Why would that be? Was he lying? Was he being hyperbolic? Was he doing exactly what Putin predicted in his interview with Tucker Carlson in which he said, look, they're continuing to fear monger with some, you know, made up Russian threat in order to extort the American people for money. And in addition to what you just heard, Mitt Romney said, look, if we don't do this, you know, he's going to Putin's going to take Poland and we'll be replaced with authoritarians. Is that what Mitt Romney was referring to or was he referring to the fact that They've got that. That this is about stopping Trump. This is about stopping Trump. This is about codifying an open border and invasion, 
in order to transform this republic into an authoritarian state, as well as codifying the funding of never-ending wars around the nation, which also feeds the Great Reset. What is Ukraine all about as a nation? It's all about the new world order. It's all about a corrupt country. It's all about a money laundering scheme. The money that's going over there to Ukraine is coming back to the Republican Party and the Democrat Party in one way or another, and it's keeping them in power. They know that the bull, the wall, the final wall to stop this country from becoming a communist state is in November. Trump really is our last stand. And that's what this is all about. It's all about solidifying their vision, the Uniparty's vision of centralized system of power or Trump getting into office and us and us returning some power back to the people. We're going to take a break. We're going to continue our discussion on the other side. This is the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170, FM 96.1 and streaming all over the world. Andrea K. Telling you like it is while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. If you haven't heard, which we talked about at the open of the show, was the Republican Party like thieves and burglars. Basically, the Republicans and the Democrats pushed through a monstrosity to the tune of $95 billion in a, quote, foreign aid package. We don't even have, as Rand Paul pointed out, we don't even have $95 billion. We're literally going to have to, and I think the sum total is somewhere closer to like $115 billion. We're going to have to borrow that money from the Chinese Communist Party in order to give it over to Ukraine, and then we got to pay interest on that. All that does is, you know, we're the we're the middleman here. Why don't we just go to China and say, "Hey, pony up here"? Why and why would China even really? Oh, gee, why would China? Hmm, why would China want to give us money to give to Ukraine? Hmm, because this is part of the Great Reset, and ultimately, it's all just a big income redistribution scheme. Yeah, get it. Speaker Johnson says that this is dead on arrival uh, in the House, which begs the question as to why the Republicans voted for this, because did they think that they were going to bully Speaker Johnson? They probably thought they were, right? And it still remains to be seen if he's going to hold firm or if somehow some um, watered-down bill, it goes from $95 billion with $10 billion for the for the border down half of that still the ultimate destruction of America. Here's what Chip Roy had to say. We've got a clip of him, Congressman Chip Roy out of Texas. Here's what he had to say about it today. I mean, look, I've never seen the nursing home known as the United States Senate work harder (laughs) than when it comes to spending the American people's money for foreign wars. That's what's going on here. And by the way, 
Is there anything more cynical than having Republicans sitting around defending their vote to send $60 billion to Ukraine than saying that will help our defense industrial base, that that will help American businesses? Since when do we have economic development that is being driven by, by funding war overseas? That's what's happening in the U.S. Senate. Because anybody that's sane and sees what's happening at our southern border would know that you cannot fund foreign wars while our border is wide open and exposed to criminals yeah. and lawlessness and terrorists that are coming across the border. We're still feeling it in Texas, even though, thanks to Governor Abbott and those that have been fighting down in Eagle Pass, most of the numbers are now heading to Arizona and California. But this is an ongoing problem. You know, 7,000 crossed the other day. 139 of them were Chinese foreign nationals. That's where the priority of the American people is. That's where my priority, priority is. And I think that is where the priority is for Speaker Mike Johnson. He was pretty clear yesterday that this abomination of a bill that came out of the Senate, that those 22 Republicans should not have voted for, uh, that that bill mm. will be dead when it comes to the House. Real quickly, uh, you know, has there you been a push that off there. Yeah, uh, um, I'm not interested in anything Harris Faulkner has to say. Uh, yeah, it needs to be dead on arrival. And so needs to be the political futures of all those 22 Republicans, including Senator John Kennedy. I'm, he's dead to me. He's dead to me anyway. I'll never play another clip of him. People were shocked today. Um, I, I can't answer as to why he would do this, but I can tell you that he needs to be primaried immediately. They're not even bothering to hide anymore. Not even bothering to hide it. They're so accustomed to having no accountability being able to completely spit in our faces, give us the middle finger. There is no American out there who's going, yes, please, keep the border open. Just continue to give some more money to Zelensky. Except maybe maybe Nikki Haley. And Chip Roy is right about one thing. Why are they, why are they trying to sell this to us as though it's good? It's going to pay for jobs as a part of the military-industrial complex. You know, um, while, they're, while our economic prospects are being destroyed here in this nation because of the open border, we're $34 trillion in debt. We've been printing money like crazy. Part of the, uh, we, we can't afford, on top of $34 trillion in debt, we're going to go borrow more billions to give overseas, which only increases our inflation. And yet they're trying to sell this somehow as a good. The only people who are benefiting financially from the military-industrial complex is the Nikki Haley's of the world, right? It's all these senators and Congress people that have all their stocks and do their insider trading deals off of these deals. I'm old enough to remember when Sam Frankman Breed, what was his name? Brinkman Freed or whatever his name was from Bankman FTX. Freed. Yeah. Um, the money laundering scheme, all the money that went over to Ukraine. Uh, then Zelensky put it in FTX. And then that came back to the Republicans and the Democrats in the form of campaign donations. Ukraine is nothing but a big money laundering scheme. Where's the investigation into John Kennedy, Senator Kennedy out of Louisiana and the rest of them? All 22 of those Republicans need to have a, their, their finances need to be put under like a proctology exam. Follow the money and I bet you'll find out exactly why those 22 Republicans voted the way they did. And they're just expecting conservatives and Republicans to sit on the sidelines, to sit and complain and do nothing about it. Because of the power of the incumbency. They give these slick sound bites. How many times do I talk about all these committee hearings? Senator Kennedy is the king of the sound bites, man. He's such a slick talker. 
And the reality of who he is has been exposed. Every one of them needs to be held accountable. Most of them have years to go before their reelection, and they're counting on uh, the destruction to be permanent. That's why Mitt Romney is talking about this is the this is the most important vote you'll ever take because this is what's going to solidify, is going to kneecap Trump, and solidify the Uniparty's power. Ultimately, that's what they're banking on. Anything you want to add, Sesame? Yeah. Well, I think I mean partly part of me thinks that this is much less about Ukraine and. Um... Well, more more so about making sure that they can hamstring Trump in any way yep. possible. I think most of this really is honestly about leverage. I think the GOP establishment is looking around and they're very nervous and they know he's going to do well in the you know primaries upcoming on Super Tuesday and they're very very worried about South Carolina. I, I, that's I think it's more more so you know to do with that, but it's still it's it's still a betrayal. It's still a slap in the face. It's more money that's forcibly taken out of our pockets through taxation, whatever. And given to people from a faraway land with reports still going about how people under Zelensky are stealing money. So mm-hmm. I don't know how anyone who swears an oath to this country and in the, these people, um, the American people, can justify this. I'm really trying to understand because I like Senator Kennedy. I look up to him. I, I, I think he's he's one of the better ones. But I'm really racking my brain thinking, is this just corruption? Is this just virtue signaling to the establishment? You can trust me. I'll play ball. I, I don't know why. It just, it just, it doesn't just break my heart. It's like, it, it like you're saying, they're rubbing it in, in our faces. They know that they can get away with this kind of thing. And it's, it's the more sinister. You're, you're doing this in part because you just want to lord over me and you, you're doing it because you can. I don't know. It's just, there's no way to square it to people. I mean, ask the average American, does Ukraine's sovereignty or, or Russia's moves in eastern Ukraine, does any of this really affect your day-to-day life, like, say, the economy or illegal immigration? And of course not. It's, 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 it's crazy, right? Well, what, I, I don't understand. This is the most military foreign aid spending we've seen since the years following World War II, when they had to rebuild Western Europe. This is, this is just nuts. It's just nuts. So I don't know. I'm trying to see, I'm trying to see what Kennedy is thinking or something, and I just can't. I just don't get it. Yeah, it's just uh, uh, the rest of them. Or the right, you're right. Or the right, but it's it's it is different. I expect it from Mitt Romney. I expect it from John Cornyn. Kennedy, that caught me by surprise. You know, yeah. And the thing is, is that uh, you know uh, 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 they're all banking evidently on. They have to know that this will destroy. Kennedy is a smart man. Uh, They have to know that ultimately this this is how you kill off a republic. And there's going to be a battle at the trough for the elites at the top. And, you know, I I don't know. They're obviously irrational because I'm not being hyperbolic when I say that this is how America literally gets destroyed. And and, and when it does and when it goes toppling down, it's going to be. Uh, you know, did, do they not remember what happened uh, to, to Venezuela, one of the richest nations in the world because of its its energy? And what happened to them in the matter of about 10 years, their currency worth nothing, no toilet paper, people literally trying to trying to chase down dogs in the street for food. Don't think that can't happen to the United States of America. We're literally, our government is orchestrating an invasion. This is Cloward Piven in action. You break the back of the system in order to usher in a new one. 
and they're breaking the backs with the debt, with the orchestrated invasion, with the cultural decline and the cultural destruction. But there's not going to be enough seats at the, at, 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 for the elites at the top. And it's going to be every man for himself. So I'm quite frankly surprised at the irrationality of some of these, except they must be thinking they'll be dead before it gets to be the worst of the worst. And they're so narcissistic and sociopathic that they don't care about their children and grandchildren. We're going to take a break. We come back. We got to shift gears and have some laughs because y'all, I don't know if you've seen this video that the Biden campaign put out. <laughs> Let's have some laughs about it when we come back, shall we? This is the Andrea K Show on AM 1170, FM 96.1 and streaming all over the world. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea Kay on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay show. We're going to have some fun in a few minutes with this Joe Biden ad. I think it's an ad that was released. Um, But before we wrap talking about uh, the border, you know, the, the Republican Party doing nothing to stop the border invasion. In fact, actually funding it with secret, you know, with the Ukraine aid bill. Um, you know, I mentioned the impeachment of Mayorkas earlier. It actually did happen tonight, by the way. Uh, the House of Representatives did impeach him. It was a 214 to 213 vote. So um, it and it is the first cabinet member, cabinet secretary to be impeached since I think it was 1867 or something like that. Um, and of course, um, you know, the the, you know, detractors and including some conservatives like we don't really want to set a precedent here. How could it be a precedent when it happened hadn't happened with to a cabinet secretary in like uh, uh, about 1,050 years, okay? And if you're not going to do it now, when you have such a blatant refusal to enforce the laws and a blatant treasonous act, an act of war against our own nation, if you're not going to impeach now, then when? In fact, why can't, why are you impeaching Mayorkas but not including Joe Biden? Where is the impeachment on Joe Biden? This is incredibly important, by the way. I think uh, there was some Democrats earlier were saying, oh, well, this is just, they're doing this just because MAGA wants a scalp. You're right. We do want scalps. How much, how much of the Democrats and the Uniparty done? How much have they spent? How many efforts have they made to try to get the scalp of Donald Trump since he came down off the escalators with the crossfire hurricane in the summer of 2016, with the Russian impeachment collusion uh, inquiry, uh, investigation hoax with the Ukraine phone call impeachment with the Jan six, with all the indictments that are going on now, including Alvin Bragg and, uh, um, uh, the stormy Daniels. Is that her name? Um, it, you know, it, it, it's been a constant effort to get us. In fact, the Republicans were trying to get tr- Trump's scalp 22 of them by voting with that Ukraine bill yesterday. So yeah, you know what? We want a scalp because what we want is not, we don't just want a scalp to hang on a pole, but you know, for show we want accountability. We want to stop the insanity going on in our country. 
We want those that are actively working against the people in this nation to be held accountable. Quite frankly, this isn't this is too good for Mayorkas. If we were half the nation that our founders envisioned, he'd be shot tomorrow morning at sunrise. Anything you want to add, Sesame? Yeah, just a couple quick points. I mean, it's not it's not just about the scalp or the optics. That's that's such a weak. You know, it's a complete nonsense argument. This is about not fulfilling the oath of office. He's not fit for the job. He's been lying to the American people for years. He's been lying to lawmakers on record multiple times. He's not enforcing the law. That's the precedent that should be set. That is a good thing. If you don't do your job, you don't enforce the law. And more importantly, you don't protect the American people especially when we talk about the fentanyl. Just last year, CBP seizes 3,000 pounds of fentanyl between the ports of entry alone. There is a crisis going on. It's drugs, it's crime, it's invasion, it's cultural replacement, and he's culpable for it. So I don't know what else to say. Republicans, you don't don't ever have to worry about this as long as you do your, your job. Enforce the law in a position of law enforcement. We're not setting some dangerous political double-edged sword that could be used against us later. This only applies if you're not doing your job. And if you're not doing your job, you shouldn't have it. End of discussion. Yeah. Yeah. And just yesterday, Mayorkas was, you know, saying it wasn't his fault and, you know, the immigration system is broken. It's not broken. The laws are not being enforced. Now the next step is... Um, I don't know if it's any different when it's a cabinet secretary versus a president. It has to go to the Senate for a vote. And the idea that you don't do the right thing in the House because you because remember um, Langford, who was one of the architects of that despicable. Uh, and don't, I don't want people to get confused. We've had two things going on in the Senate. One was the Ukraine funding bill and the other was the bad border deal. Uh, that uh, the Senate couldn't get couldn't get through that the Republicans tried to push through with McConnell with McConnell and Langford as the Republican leads on that Langford had said that he thought it was stupid to be impeaching Mayorkas because it's not going to pass in the Senate that's that's the kind of that's the attitude that the Republican Party has had which is why it doesn't matter whether we're in power or not the Democrats always win the Democrats uh, they stand united together to push forward their agenda, and they push 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. By hook and by crook, they push. They don't look for it. They don't argue for their own limitations. There's an old saying, people who argue for their own limitations get to keep them. And that's what the Republican Party does. They spend their entire days talking about what won't work so that they can justify taking the easy road and giving the Democrats everything that they want. In part, if not in large part, if not 100%, because they're in on the take. One of the best things about Trump and MAGA has been the exposure of who the real enemy of conservatism and of this nation is. And unfortunately, it's in our own ranks. Absolutely in our ranks. I don't know whether this is going to die in in the Senate or not. Langford probably doesn't want it over there because it's going to force them to take a vote. And then the the further exposure of who they are is going to take place. Force a vote. This is a great move on the part. And hat tip to fellow LSU grad Steve Scalise. Remember, there were three Republicans who voted against it. Gallagher, 
um, uh, against Mayor, uh, impeaching Mayorkas last time it came before the House. It was Tom McClintock, Ken Buck, and Mike Gallagher. A fourth guy voted no, but just on procedural grounds so that it could be brought up again when Scalise came back, and then that's what happened. So according to Marjorie Taylor Greene, three uh, the three rhinos that voted against impeaching Mayorkas, quote, received tens of thousands of voicemails from fur- furious Americans within the first 24 hours after they sided with Democrats, as well as they should. And let me tell you, that works. If there's one thing that these, these um, weasels care about, it's their own power. And if they feel like it's threatened, they will pay. If you, if you push back, we can get results. Because the one thing that they will pay attention to is the threat of losing their power. And it's time that the Republicans pass time for them to be taking moves like this, like removing McCarthy. I don't regret that for a second. Has Speaker Johnson let me down and disappointed me since? Absolutely. That was not a reason to not hold McCarthy accountable. It sent a message. And I actually think that one of the reasons why Speaker Johnson is holding firm on the bad border deal out of the Senate, as well as this bad Ukraine deal, is because of what happened with McCarthy. You start holding people accountable, and that's how you affect change. Yammering, oh, give us the power, and we're going to do this next time, next time, next time. That's not how you affect change. That's how you keep the status quo. You start yanking people from their jobs, because that's which is the only thing they care about in D.C., and that's when you start having change. So we'll see what happens next. All right, we're going to take a break. I want to hear from you guys. Email me at andreakeshow.com, andreakeshow.com. How do you feel about this? I'm incredibly pleased uh, that this has happened tonight. Hat tip uh, to Congressman Biggs, by the way, because he was one of the original um, uh people to introduce the articles of impeachment in the first place so we're going to take a break and we come back we are going to have some fun talking about this video that the biden campaign released today Andrea Kay, telling you like it is, while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. So I don't know who had the idea of this video that was making the rounds today. I don't know if y'all have seen it. We've got a clip of it. it I mean, it, it doesn't really do it justice. <laughs> Sesame Broccolini, you haven't seen the clip, uh, uh, the, the video. I want to play a clip of it, and then I'm going to try to describe what it looked like and what was going on. So well, let me set the stage. So in the video... It shows Joe Biden sitting down to have dinner with a father and his two sons, who I'm sure just coincidentally happen to be black. Now play the clip, please. Well, I mean, you got chicken fingers, you got you got <laughs> I, I went the route of making sure I had the hamburger. 
So tell me about you guys. What you doing these days? Why don't you share about your passion of sports? I'm playing AAU basketball right now. Are you really? Are you guard? Yes, sir. Now, what grade are you in? Seventh grade. Seventh grade. Um, okay. Then he proceeds to go on to talk to the older son. And he says, so what are you up to? And he's like, because you could tell he's trying to make it seem like Joe Biden just happened to pick up some dinner and drop in on some friends of his, right? So then he starts talking to the older son and the son's like, well, you know, I've got this new program at school. You know, we get to go in and see small businesses and learn about that. And we went to see this dry cleaner and, you know, it was really cool. So then Joe Biden's like, yeah, you know, then he starts talking to, you know, the, the boys and he's like, well, you know, your dad here, he would take a bullet for you. And it's like, I wish you guys need to Google this and watch it. It is, I have not seen so much cringe combined with so many racial stereotypes that it, 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 since Hillary Clinton pulled out to a bottle of Tabasco sauce at the breakfast club. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Whose idea was it to try to, to, for Joe Biden to supposedly pick up dinner for black people and he picks up fried chicken and then says, makes a point of saying, I got you fried chicken, but I made sure I got me a burger. Okay. <laughs> Um, why did the only thing that was missing was the watermelon from the stereotypes for this dinner? Okay. Can you imagine Donald Trump doing an obviously fake video pretending that he's friends with a black family and he brings them fried chicken and then starts talking about your dad would take a bullet. What is he implying there that they live in the hood around the corner from Dr. Dre in Compton? I don't think Dr. Dre lives in the hood anymore. Well, this is true. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, why, you know, why didn't they just have some music from a Spike Lee movie playing in the background, you know, Boys in the Hood? Or was that John Singletary or whatever his name was? John Singleton. Is that who that was who made Boys in the Hood? (laughs) I mean, I I mean, (laughs) I was... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it was so bad i mean fried chicken i mean yeah what? i wonder what marketing intern <laughs> cooked from you know from i mean this is some kid with a liberal arts degree was was given way too big of an assignment look it's just it is hilarious the comedic value the most race obsessed diverse woke progressive administration ever Happens to be like the most racist in weird ways. I mean, first of all, Charlemagne the God, I guess, isn't really black unless he votes for Biden. Um, and then you get this. Stuff. It's like literally, I, I just, I don't understand. I how... should have pulled the Hillary Clinton. Do, do you? Did you ever hear Hillary Clinton when she's down at a black church in the South? I don't feel no ways tired. <laughs> what? No. <laughs> you don't what? remember that? Oh my God. We've got, we've got to Google that on the break. It's classic racist, bigoted pandering from, uh, you know, the party that had the former Grand Dragon or Grand Wizard, whatever he's called, from the Ku Klux Klan, the KKK. Remember Robert Byrd? This mm-hmm, is so mm-hmm. classic from the party of Byrd, okay, to do this kind of pandering. 
Oh, we've got to find the Hillary Clinton. Y'all email me, andreakasher.com. I know y'all remember Hillary Clinton at a black church in 2016 using the southern dialect i don't feel no ways tired (laughs) (laughs) this was almost on that level it was that cringe okay and you know i am expecting saturday night live to do a skit on this what are the chances are that you think saturday night live is going to do the skit Mm, maybe 20 percent. yeah i think it's on their radar but i don't know if they'll uh, we'll we'll see. Saturday, if if you were listening, right SNL, now. please please yeah. do it. I, I it's a challenge. In a They're in a huddle right now, trying to figure out what to do. Do they ignore <laughs> it? What would they be doing if it was Trump? What would they be doing if it was Trump? Can you imagine? Yeah. Yeah, that would uh, be. Uh, it would be the end of the world. I think. Quite yeah, the, the, and, the riots in the streets, yeah. the loot, it, and, like yeah. the media covered the spin. Uh, it would just they'd be calling him a Nazi. It, it's I mean, they're going to call him a Nazi either way. So, you know, I, but it's it just yeah. the, the, the fact that Biden gets a pass and we all know why for so many. You know, it, yeah. It, well, it ultimately but, comes down. They do. Simp- so many people, even Biden supporters, they look at him like an elderly old man with a bad memory who doesn't really know what he's doing. No, what they do is, what many of them do is they they know that he's racist. Kamala Harris called him a racist on the debate I do remember that. That was interesting. And, you know, yeah, I mean, because the fact is he is. I mean, you know, why didn't he just put a big gold chain around his neck and a grill on his teeth, right? I mean, because... (laughs) (laughs) You're giving them ideas for their next one. (laughs) Because then he could have talked about corn pop, right? You know, this, they elected a guy or voted for a guy. He, it wasn't a legit election, uh, but they voted for a guy who talked about black kids at the pool rubbing his hairy legs. OK, I mean, this man is nothing but a racist who sniffs little girls hairs. He's a freak, pervert, insane, racist jack wagon who, oh, by the way. According to Bobolinsky, who sat for I don't know how many hours today talking about how, yeah, you know, the Biden family sold off the name to the worst actors around the country. But you know what? We knew about Bobolinsky back in 2020, right? So quite frankly, I don't I don't want to hear any more from Bo- about Bobolinsky until they're ready to to, you know, um, put cuffs on Biden. OK, or at least Hunter Biden. If And quite frankly, if the Republican Party really had a taste for holding the Biden crime family accountable they could have done that during the ukraine phone call impeachment scam right anyway i about laughed myself sick over that story speaking of sick i want to share some stuff with you guys next segment we're going to talk we've next hour coming up we've got more to talk about in terms of um hot topics of the day we've got some crazy clips of biden to get into um, I want to talk a little bit about health, so much more to get into next hour. So don't go away because hour two on this fat Tuesday and taco Tuesday is coming your way. If you miss any part of it, don't forget to download the podcast, email me at andrewkasher.com and stick around for hour two.